Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I am your host, and I am also the founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. That is a website on the internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give everyone the information they need to get their family game on. Yesterday was the 20th anniversary of the PlayStation 2. And so I thought I would talk about that, because that was... Uh, it, the PlayStation 2 has a special place in the world as the best-selling video game console of all time. And it could very well remain that way, as I'm... The, the video game industry and market has grown, but I don't know that anything will ever top those numbers. So... The PlayStation 2, just for some history, came out in October, in North America at least, on October 24th of 2000. So I was 20, almost 21 when it came out. I didn't get one on launch. Um, and it's a kind of a funny story how I ended up with mine because it, it was kind of an accident. I knew I was going to get one eventually, but it, you know, I had a PlayStation 1 and I had plenty, I mean, there was plenty of games to play. And this was a period of time where I had a PlayStation, but I wasn't, you know, as hardcore as I am now, right? Like, I, I didn't read magazines. I wasn't all in on it. In fact, this time I was really more into movies. This is a period of time where we were going to the movies, like, every week. But um, I remember the day I worked at Blockbuster Video. I've told some of these stories before, but... The way I ended up with my PlayStation 2, because I didn't have one on launch, uh, largely because I was, you know, I was 20. So uh, my parents didn't buy me consoles and stuff for Christmas. Um, and so I knew I was going to get one eventually, um, but it wasn't a huge priority. And so I worked at Blockbuster and they gave us a bunch of PlayStation 2 units to rent out. And so they had like 10 and they were in these amazing, you know, briefcases, and you could rent them out. And I think it was like 15 bucks to rent it for a weekend or something. But the downside is that you had to put in like this $300 deposit, which was basically the entire console. Um, so that made it really hard to rent because there were a lot of people who were like, hey, I'll rent this thing. And then, you know, they would find out about the deposit and they wouldn't do it. Um, so they kind of sat on the shelves. They didn't turn into this big, you know, moneymaker that they were hoping. The company was really hoping that these things were just going to be constantly out. Um, and it didn't work. And so, um, eventually, this was probably, you know, six months after they came out. Um, I, I came into work. The Blockbuster, you know, if you're closing, which is what I often did because I was 20, um, you uh, would go in for five and work until close. And so I was going in for five o'clock and I remember getting there at 4.30, just a little bit before my shift. And there was a guy in a suit that I recognized as our district manager guy. And he, um, and they were pulling them off the shelves. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, what are they doing? Are they passing them out? And then I found out that that was the day that they were taking them off the shelves and they sold them. I want to say with my employee discount, it ended up being like $180 to go home with this PlayStation 2. So I 100% did that thing. Um, and so I bought this, the, I, I bought a con, I bought the console. It had been rented once 
And so for, you know, hundred and something bucks, because it launched at $299. That was its launch price. And so what was crazy about it is not in one day, not only did I buy a new console, which was groundbreaking to me, you know, the first thing I did was rent some games and bring it home. And I set it up on my parents' kitchen table because I was so proud that I had bought a console with my own money. Um, and it was absolutely insane the um, how beautiful it looked. But I also bought a DVD player. And that was one of the things that was really interesting about, and it is very likely the reason why the PlayStation was, um, as, why the PlayStation 2 was as popular as it was, is that it had a DVD player built in. Right? So for a lot of families, it was a, a really great value proposition because you could. it was hard to find inexpensive DVD players. Now you can get one for 10 bucks, but then they were very expensive. And so to be able to say, you know what, we, we were going to spend $150 on a DVD player anyway, and then we got this discounted price console, there were plenty of people that really saw the value in that. And Sony was really smart in making sure that that had... Um, DVD capability um, and and would support playing DVDs. They didn't have to. I mean, it would have been obnoxious, but they didn't have to do that. That decision to make the Sony PlayStation 2 double as a DVD player is absolutely crazy um, because it resulted in it being, it very likely resulted in it being one of the most popular console in, in let me not even couch words. It wasn't one of the most popular. It was, it is the best selling console of all time. Now, you know, that's my story of how I ended up one. And I still have that PlayStation 2 uh, somewhere. Because, uh, and what's funny about it is it had the, because it needed anti theft stuff, right? So they put this giant blockbuster sticker and on the side of it. And underneath it were like the two like mat like the metal wires that you would use, and that's what would trigger the uh, alarm system. And so, I it still had, and because of that, like it, it did something weird to the sticker. So my PlayStation Two that I still have um, still has the marks from like the way the sticker came off because of that. Um, cause eventually I tried to take the sticker off. I kind of regret it. Like I wish I had left it on there with like a badge. Uh, but what are you going to do? Um, so that's my unique story of how I ended up with a PlayStation two. But realistically that console was kind of life changing for me, the more I think about it. And, and a big piece of that is at the time that the PlayStation 2 came out, you know, I, I rented games and I really loved video games. I really did, right? But um, there's something about the, um, you know, there's something about that PlayStation 2 that really kept me in, right? Um, I, I loved Final Fantasy and I loved role-playing games, and I played a bunch of games on my PlayStation, but the reality is I really wasn't loving them, right? By the end of the PlayStation 1's life cycle, um, I had been, you know, I, I was, I was kind of burnt out, right? And I was moving on to other things. I was looking at cars, and I was looking at all sorts of other stuff. The PlayStation 2 
brought me back in. Um, and you know, I still loved all those memories, but what would have, what it did is it helped me kind of take that video game hobby and carry it into the adult space, right? I'm an adult. I play games. I talk about them on podcasts. I write about them every day. And the, and I really strongly believe that the PlayStation 2 kind of encouraged me to kind of connect with it as an adult rather than just kind of enjoying it. And and this is why. And I, I can kind of remember this. So I had the PlayStation 2, and I really wasn't paying attention to, I wasn't reading magazines, I wasn't reading previews. This is before, or right around when forums were getting big, and I really didn't pay a lot of attention to that. And I remember walking into Walmart one day and Final Fantasy X, which, by the way, the number five best-selling game on that console was Final Fantasy X. If you ever want to wonder why there are a lot of people who absolutely love that game, it's because it was, it was, it sold a lot. Um, and so I remember, you know, I've always been a Final Fantasy fan, talked about that on the show many, many times. And so I walked into Walmart with my wife. Um, she lived in, uh, you know, she lived in Rocky Hill, Connecticut at the time. And I remember walking into the Walmart with her and I would always just go to the video game section and just kind of take a look. And I remember seeing Final Fantasy 10 on the shelf and being like, whoa, wait a minute how did a Final Fantasy game come out? And I didn't know. And and from there on out, I was like, no, now I need to pay attention because the, a game like this should not sneak up on me. So here we are. I bought it. And we've talked about this. Final Fantasy X is one of my favorite games of all time. And then I really just started reconnecting with the hobby and reading magazines and starting to pay attention and now I you know because of the amount of information that is out there I've I've never lost that connection um so those are some of my you know kind of PlayStation 2 stories it really helped kind of connect and bridge the gap between how I engaged with the game as a kid versus how I engage with the games now which now I engage with you so, you know, thanks for that to the PlayStation 2. Um, you know, I went through and I looked at a list of what of some of the best-selling games on the PlayStation 2. And this is one thing that is kind of interesting is um, I really didn't play many of the best-selling games on the PlayStation 2. Um, if you looked at, like, the top 10 the bulk of them are Grand Theft Auto games, which I honestly have never really played or had much of an interest in. Um, and the uh, and then there is Final Fantasy X. You know, in, in the top twenty is Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X two, Final Fantasy twelve, Kingdom Hearts. Well, my brother and I, who were you know that that's where a lot of our PlayStation two experience. You know, I played the hell out of a lot of those JRPGs, but also, you know, I really remember um, buying a lot of games because I, you know, was young and dumb. Um, I traded in most of my PlayStation 2 library to actually get my PlayStation 3. Um, And I remember trading in, like, a bucket load of video games. And really, 
such a so many fun experiences. Um, like Prince of Persia: Sands of Time is a game that I remember a lot. Um, and but we had you know, I, I also remember bringing Ico home, which is like probably the most pretentious video game I had played to that point. Um, this little, you know, from Japan Studios, this little puzzle game with this weird art. I never really got very far in that game, but I remember bringing it home and showing Jenna, because we were living together at the time, and her being like, what is this? I'm like, well, it's a puzzle game, and, you know, I couldn't really explain it. Uh, <laughs> but I remember um, really pushing to try and understand it, and I was just, I'm bad at video games, so I gave up. Um... Believe it or not, I've never played Shadow of the Colossus, which is a, a weird hole in my PlayStation 2 gaming experience. But the, I, the one thing that I will remember the PlayStation 2 for, um, and I think it is definitely fondly remembered for, is for JRPGs. And that's a big piece of what kept me and specifically my brother uh, Michael um, that's what kept us in right it was the JRPGs it was the Final Fantasies but also it was all of these other games I mean the Dragon Quest Dragon Quest and uh, I don't know why I can't talk uh, there were Dragon Quest and all sorts of other wacky Japanese role-playing games that kept finding their way over and <coughs> that's one of the things that just kind of kept pulling us in I tried Metal Gear Solid 2 right like you know how you you're, you're just kind of supposed to play that game I think and I tried it and I really enjoyed it I got about halfway through um but man so many great memories um the first game I put into the system this is something that I, I, I kind of vividly remember because I, I rented it, um, was SSX. And, man, thinking about that while talking, you know, after I made the decision that I was going to record about the PlayStation 2, the, I was thinking about what was the first game that I put in. Because, obviously, I didn't play it at launch because I didn't have one. Um... And I remember vividly that the first console or the first game that I put in was SSX, which was a snowboarding game, which I never really would have gone out of my way before to play. But man, was that game so stupid and so fun. Um, and I, I would absolutely kill for a remaster of like SSX Tricky or one of those games. Um, wow, would that be so fun to be able to revisit that with the kids today. Um, so yeah, those are just some of my, you know, PlayStation 2 memories. You know, it really did bridge the gap between how I engaged with games as a kid versus how I engage with games now and kind of kept me interested. I feel like, you know, if I didn't end up having that console, um, I don't know. I mean... I can't imagine that I would have dropped gaming entirely, but it certainly made a difference to have it there and to be excited about it. Um, it and it was staring me in the face from the time that they, that console came out to the 
uh, time that I brought it home. And I, I, that really, that level of excitement, having it staring me in the face. Every time I walked down that center aisle at Blockbuster, I was like, there's that PlayStation 2. I got to get me one of these. Um, and so, I, yeah, that, so that's my memory. I'm going to go ahead and share this into the Engage Family Gaming community. And I want to hear your favorite PlayStation 2 memories. Not necessarily what were your favorite games, right? We, we talked about that the other day uh, when our one of our community managers, Mike Malconian, uh, posted a bunch of image uh, images of you know some of his favorite games. Um, but I'd love to hear some of your favorite memories, right? Um, you know, what's some of the stuff that you have done and uh, that you played with that PlayStation Two, or you know, maybe a, a memory of a you know crazy game night or something like that. I'd love to hear those memories. So um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, share this in there. And you guys have a great day. Um, I will be back soon. We've got the EFG show tonight. It's Thursday. So uh, you have yourself a great day. And we will talk soon. Until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. Bye now.